Our scripture reading this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Um, I don't know if Heidi wanted me to do this, but I'm going to give it some context. Um, so this is coming, this is after Jesus' resurrection. Okay, what well, makes more sense if I say it right before I read it. Okay, so, um, so here are these words of scripture. She's never going to let me up here ever again after this. Uh, then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw Jesus, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This is what you get when you ask a New Testament scholar to read the scripture. Yeah. We are in our stewardship series right now, and it's called A Future with Hope. We're looking at this, this rhythm of life that we have with God, where we begin in exile, a separation from God either that we choose or because we haven't yet recognized God's presence in our life. And then we choose to come home to God, like the prodigal son coming to himself, remembering and reclaiming who he was. We do the same thing when we reclaim our identity as God's beloved child, choosing to be, to rece be received into God's open and loving arms. And this really, this gets to the crux of the purpose of the church. It's a place where we return. A safe space where we can come home to God. Where we can be surrounded by God's comfort and hope. Where we can let our guard down and be ourselves. Fixing our attention on God so that we can remember who and whose we are. And with God's love, we can be transformed from the inside out. And yet we know that we don't live our entire lives within the church, inside the church, either this church building or gathered as the community of Christ's followers. Because there's this third movement. Yes, we do have this exile and then this return, but then we also have the movement of being sent, commissioned into the world to love God's world. Now, today's scripture is known as the Great Commission. And commission, it seems to be one of those words that we hear in the church in this context. And then in like the business world, it's like the money you get from uh, getting a new client. That's usually how I, I hear of it. But here, a commission is really an order or a granting of power to, pre to perform various acts and duties. And so in this scripture, we see Jesus telling his disciples to all authority in heaven and on earth 
has been given to me. So then go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And then teach them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Now, as Matt said, this is right after that very first Easter. The women had gone to Jesus' tomb to care for his body after he died. And when they got there, they saw that the stone that was in front of the tomb, that was supposed to be in front of the tomb, it had been rolled away. And there was an angel sitting on this stone. The angel told them, Jesus isn't here. Go quickly and tell his disciples to meet him in Galilee. And so the women did. They, she, they told the disciples, and then the disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And they saw Jesus risen from the dead, proving that everything that he had said was true, that he was God's son, that he was and is the Messiah. And in that awe-filled, world-transforming moment, they worshiped him. And Jesus said, go and share this news with the whole world. And I have conquered death. Surely I am going to be with you always and forever. And then everything was wonderful, and we all lived happily ever after. Right? Tim is like slowly nodding his head like, I don't think that's actually what happened. That's not what happened. I left out three very important words. In verse 17, it says, when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. I can imagine that I would have been one of those doubters. I would have been standing there looking at Jesus, confused, my brain not quite sure what my eyes were telling me. I would have eventually come around, but I would have needed some time to process. The last time we saw Jesus, he was hanging on a cross, and then we knew he was in the tomb. So how is he standing here? Note, though, that it doesn't say, but some didn't believe. It says, but some doubted. Some needed that moment to process, to process the miracle that was literally standing right in front of their very eyes. Each time we read scripture, God shows us or can show us new things. And this time when I read this scripture that I've read thousands of times, verse 18 stuck out to me, and especially one word. It says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That first word, then. It reminds me that Jesus is patient and Jesus is grace-filled. His commissioning to the disciples wasn't this quick, here I am, so now go and do the stuff. It wasn't like that. Jesus gave space for those who were doubting to process that aha moment, have that moment for themselves so that then they could celebrate and they could worship the risen Christ as well. This is something that this church community does exceptionally well. 
we are a safe space to doubt out loud, to ask the questions that we so often wonder in our heads, but we're too scared to give voice to. Our commitment to the value of lifelong learning means that we recognize and, and sometimes we even celebrate that we don't have faith all figured out. And so we come together, because we don't have faith all figured out, to wonder in worship and in studies, in conversations, in the hallways, in teaching the kids during Sunday school, we learn ourselves so that we can know God more fully and proclaim God's love in our lives more confidently. Because we know, we know from this scripture that Jesus didn't entrust this world mission to go and share the good news with angels. He didn't entrust it to angels. He didn't entrust it to perfect believers. Jesus entrusted this holy and important work to the worshiping and the wavering community of his disciples. Now, disciples are simply followers of Jesus who in some way they are committed to working on growing in their faith and living more like Jesus. So we can each be a disciple if we so choose. Part of being a disciple is sharing what we've learned about God with others. And we do not have to be perfect in our faith and have everything completely figured out in order to do that, to share our faith with others. Otherwise, I would not be standing here in front of you today. God has gifted each of us with our own faith story, our faith story that is filled with moments of doubt and struggles, of exile and return. And because of all of these things in our faith stories, of the special ways that God has transformed our individual lives, we are then each commissioned to go into the world and to share our story of God's love. We have our own story that is meant and God wants to use to impact a specific person. Often we think that in order to go and do this, to go make disciples of all of the nations, we need to go on a mission trip, or we need to serve in a soup kitchen, or go up to someone and say, hey, have you heard about this guy named Jesus? Let me tell you. But it's not necessarily that way. Those are all fine ways to share, but also we can share God's life-transforming love by emulating Jesus in our everyday lives. Several years ago, Russ and I went to visit my brother out in California, and while we were there, we met a Dudist priest. His name was Chris. I had heard about Dudism from my brother. Apparently, it has something to do with the big Lebowski, the movie, who's the dude, right? I see some nodding of heads with the big Lebowski and the dude. Okay, I've never seen the movie. I have no idea. But I do know that this is a whole thing and Dudism is real. Anyway, we hung out with Chris for a day and I was completely amazed. I still remember how 
kind and helpful he was, how he always was going out of his way to encourage those around him, he exuded this, this peace and this, this joy. And as I was around him, I felt God's loving presence. And then at dinner, he said to me, yeah, I wanted to talk to you because I'm starting seminary in the fall. I really didn't want this to be part of my path, but it seems like no matter where I go, God is calling me into ministry. And I just smiled this huge smile at him, and I said, yeah, I can see it. Here was this dreadlocked, patchouli-smelling, psychedelically-dressed dude who, was, who God used to disciple this Midwestern pastor. That's what God does. God uses what we think are unlikely people and situations in ordinary situations to share the gospel, not necessarily in words, but in actions. And we don't do this by ourselves. We don't have to do it alone. We have this church. We have this safe space, this touch point. I think about when my kids were little and they would, especially Joseph and Corey, they would be playing around somewhere in the house and then they would just come over and they'd just like touch my leg and go, hi. And then they'd go run off and do whatever they were doing. They just needed that moment of, okay, you're here. I'm safe. I'm loved. All right. I'm going to go play now. And that's what this, this church family can be. It can be this, this home base where we can wonder together and we can build one another up so that we can go out and we can love on God's people. We can be who we are and God can use that for glory. Isn't that just amazing? And we can rest in this truth that what Jesus said to his disciples all those years ago, Jesus also says to us, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Thanks be to God for a community and for a love like that. Amen. I invite you, let us, let us stand if you're able, if that's, if that's comfortable for you online, just get in a worship posture and let us move into our prayer song.
have a few um, prayers that have been turned in and know that if you didn't have an opportunity to do so that you can email to prayer at or call into the church office and we would love to be praying with you and for you. Shelly asks for prayers for Ashley that her finger will not be amputated. Prayers for Bonnie and Bill recovering from COVID Prayers for Terry, suffering from extreme back pain. Allison asks for prayers um, for a good friend she lost to cancer, Sean, who was 39 and had three small kids. Prayers for his family during this extremely difficult time. Absolutely. And Liz asks for prayers for Jamie and Nicole, um, her son and daughter-in-law, who are driving from Anchorage, Alaska to Ogden, Utah for a new job this week. And we know that there are plenty of other things that lay heavy on our hearts. Those individuals that we're thinking about, whether it is COVID-related, praying for doctors and nurses and all of the hospital staff right now, caring for others. It's those who are who are physically dealing with COVID. It's teachers who are helping students who have to quarantine. It's the students, it's the parents. 
it's all of us kind of still a year and a half later dealing with this. Also with, with cancer and just how it impacts our lives with heart attacks and strokes, with all of the things that I know we each have those people that we're thinking about and just the ability that we are able to come together and know that God hears our prayers, even if we don't say them aloud. God hears the prayers on our hearts. Even if we don't have words, the Spirit intercedes. Penny asks on Facebook, Facebook, peace and relief from pain for Bev as she patiently awaits her hip surgery in December. We know there's so many people in pain right now. And so let us lay them in God's hands and let us go to our Lord in prayer. Gracious and beloved Lord, you call us to be a people of faith. And yet often we are people who doubt. We doubt that love can grow again in relationships where anger and bitterness seem to reign supreme. Yet, God, you know the strength of love and the power of prayer. So help us to be faithful lovers. God, we doubt that peace can come where hatred and racism rule. Yet you know that peace is growing there. Help us to be faithful peacemakers. God, we doubt that the hungry can be fed, yet you know that there is enough food in the world. Help us to be generous. Help us to be faithful to you. Because you, God, specialize in impossibilities. You walked on water. You healed the nations. You forgive our sins, and you conquer death again and again and again. And this morning, we pray for those of us who are filled with doubts, who wonder whether you exist and whether you're actually listening to our prayers. God, we pray for those who wonder what this whole community is about. Give us faith. Help us to see you and one another so that we can be your faithful people believing in the power of your love and believing that we can share this good news with everyone we meet. Guide our actions, guide our hearts, our words, and our thoughts. And may you be seen in us and through us. We ask all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus as we pray the prayer together that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we go from this time together, may the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a great week. <laughs>
I liked it. <laughs>